Ain't a thing. thing. Hey, <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? This is my homeboy's podcast, and I'm here with my homeboy. What's your homeboy name? Twilight, man. What you mean? <laughs> and of this course. is my homeboy Napoleon. What's up, brother? Already, already, and we got a couple friends here. You we know got a saying? lot of friends here. I'm yeah, really excited about this we got week, a few. man. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about. Yeah, this man, because this is what this is our first homeboy podcast. We my, my homegirls came through. My, yes, my like homegirls my did legit homegirls came through today. For real, knee high, tree high, all that. Yeah, so we are gonna start off by uh, my homeboy Drew. How you feeling? I'm doing all right. What's you, up? You feeling good? Yep. You didn't join in on the karaoke session we just had. Though, man. I ain't feel like singing. We did eight part harmony and you ain't hitting now one note. Yeah, man. Nope. Sound like <laughs> the five heartbeats and, and the temptations. No, yeah, just move okay. on. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna introduce uh, my homegirl. You introduce your homegirl. Okay, cool. All right. So Wait. my homegirl, I've known since 2004. Okay. Went to high school with her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say knee high to tree high because you know that don't make sense. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we have my homegirl. Did you? How we? How, we didn't even ask how we want to be introduced. Yeah, how we gonna? Is this cool, Monica or Osam? Can I call you both? Anything. So we got Monica. We got. Monica, speaking to the mic. There you go. Say something. I'm here. Okay, okay. You here? I'm we here. here. Yeah. We here. She in here. All the way. This you know is fun. Most, uh, oh, let's have fun. Okay, shout out to Thug. Hey, we love fun. <laughs> Most definitely. And Monica, what do you do? I am in marketing. Um, okay, that's cool. No. No, 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 you did, you did. Ain't no takeover, you, you gotta keep going. Okay, okay then, sure, yeah. sure. So, daytime, my trade is marketing, but in the evenings and outside of work. You strip? No! <laughs> but I do, I do love that blue, like, the ballet song by Big Crit. Oh, uh, Have y'all heard? Yes, yeah. I love that song. Have you seen a video, though? There's a video? Bruh. Is it in blue Oh, flame? my goodness. Yeah. Are they well, doing they, ballet? They Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. <laughs> okay. That's the whole part of the song. <laughs> I just love that. And you're part. a huge Crit fan. I feel like you introduced me to Crit. So what? You should have known this video. Wow. Yeah. yeah you definitely love it. I don't really like, watch like it, videos like people. that no more. You, my homeboy Eddie, and then you know Bay. They love Crit. Like y'all put me on you first. Okay, come the, through, Bay. We ain't gonna get no love. No, but come through, Bay. Yeah, you know. I, I thought women would have been okay. <laughs> no, I'm hey, I support right, Bay yes, and no one okay, else do. Yes, <laughs> you support? Yes. You gonna talk now? You gonna talk into the mic? We got my other homegirl in the house, Leah. Uh, uh, sexy, sexy Lee, sexy Leo, sexy L. What, what's her name? Baby Lee Lee. That's a whole hotmail. That's a whole hot, blah blah blah. That's her old hotmail email address. Ooh, Baby Lee Lee. Eighty six. That's my space <laughs> days, right there. Don't nobody use hotmail no more. <laughs> Okay. And then uh Then we have Simone. Uh the the artist. Oh no, no, not just Simone. This is your Oh, my homegirl. Of course my homegirl, man. This is the homeboy podcast. Yeah, exactly. My homegirl Simone. The oh yeah, I can't even tell what you do. You go ahead and tell what you do. Hi everyone. <laughs> um, I'm Simone. I am an artist by night and a communication specialist by day. Okay. So y'all can I'm... check me out on my Instagram, Simone F as in Frank Stanley. I create 3D portraits out of felt, so, yeah. Speaking of Instagrams, we got my homeboy Big Grams in the house. Bravo, Indigo, Golf, underscore, Golf, Romeo, Alpha, Hotel, Alpha, Mama. Hey, make sure y'all follow me. I'm taking the back to you this episode. We got ladies in the house. Y'all listening, I'm going to chime in when I get my chance. But shout out to my homeboys and the homegirls. Hope to see y'all around again. 
Most definitely, most definitely. I think that's everybody, man. So how everybody doing? Everybody doing good? Doing we great. Thank you. United you know. Heads. Thanks, Brad. United mm-hmm. Heads. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> everybody doing good. We got a couple of topics that we want to touch on today. And the first one we got up, we're definitely, we definitely, definitely, definitely have to talk about the Revolt Music Conference. I thought it was a wonderful event uh, sponsored by AT&T and all that good stuff. One day we'll get some of those. But uh, moving right along, we want to talk about the the snippet between Candace Owens, Killer Mike, and T-I-T-I-P. I don't know who he was at that point because I seen him getting a little hot. So how does everybody feel about that snippet that we seen? Anybody, anybody want to go first? No? no you know no, what? Go. We, we got visitors in the house. I'm going to put them on the spot. Okay, who are we putting on the spot first? Osam. Osam. How you feel about it? It's in the microphone. Now, which part are we talking about? Any part you want to talk you about. Tell us you. how you feel. Get it's your segment right here. Um, I mean, if we're, if we're talking about the Revolt Summit and we're talking about that specific argument, and maybe when I mean that, we're talking about when she was giving all of the facts in regards to what was happening to black people and where we are today versus where we were like a hundred years ago, maybe 60 years ago. I don't really know because it sounded like what she was saying didn't make sense for a while. And then um, Killer Mike, T.I. started attacking her and I kind of was taken back from that. Okay, so, so why were you taken back? <sighs> because I understand where they come from too. I understand that from a black community, you know, we should get more things and we should be taught more things and we should have more opportunities. And I definitely agree with that. But I also see like her side where there's numbers and there's people who they're afraid of change because they don't want to be that change. Uh, what type of people are you talking about? So we can get the viewers. Well, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, everything I'm talking about right now is within the black community. Okay. Um, where we are right now, how B- Killer Mike was really speaking on the fact that in order for us to have certain things, we got to be there. Like the 15% that we are right now compared to 21% Hispanic Latinos, if we want to take charge, we got to get there. We have to be the people to put us there. Someone had mentioned something about like local voting and how that's very important. I ve- like politics I, are very important. Yeah, like I support that very much. But these are like our people rather care about the national level versus like what's happening locally. And that's the part that's super important. You can't make change unless like people like you, me, you over here. Like, all your homeboys and homegirls. Yeah, all the homeboys and the homegirls. Like can't so make change. I'm assuming like, when you say local voting, you mean the midterm elections. Yes. Yeah. I know I know several people that don't vote if there's not a president, president. you know. Exactly. Right? They don't do the every two years. They do the. And that's why our numbers are so low. Mm-hmm. Like, in my space right now in diversity and inclusion, I probably didn't get a chance to tell y'all, but I'm the ambassador for the TSIS location in Alpharetta. When I ask people what they want, Latinos, Hispanics, um, Indian, African-Americans, even Caucasian people, everyone wants to be included. But when you ask them how to do it, it's almost like the African-American community. We're so hurt by everything. People holding their purses back because they think we're going to steal. Too many of us in a room, they feel like, you know, someone's going to be at harm. I get that. But still, like, when you're talking about leadership and you're talking about wanting to grow, 
we're the ones who don't want to speak up because we're hurt. Okay, okay. Anybody got a point to say to that? I'm looking at Simone because she's jotting things, and I'm looking at Drew because he's definitely holding his tongue because we know uh, Drew. Simone is uh, not there. jotting things. She's drawing. She oh, okay. is. Yeah, she's a <laughs> true artist. She's true definitely artist. doodling. You remember those? You remember those signs with like the multi-point rays that we used to draw in elementary and middle school? She has a 3D version of it on her paper right now. I don't know how she did 3D with a big pen. <laughs> But it's, right it's low-key fire, and I might pay her for it later on. <laughs> but, Andrew, go ahead. No, nah, but back to that whole Candace and T.I. exchange with Killer Mike and everything. There's actually a few things Killer Mike said that made sense that Thomas so well, he was speaking of, uh, to look at. I actually picked up one of his books on basic ec- economics, and it's telling you how to look more at money as, like, a resource and how pricing on certain things represents the scarcity of that item. But T.I. and Candace, when they were going at it, was actually speaking on opportunity zones, and T.I. actually made a point on it, was saying opportunity zones, you don't have, you have to have money and everything. But my chance, shout out to my brother, there's opportunity zones in Chicago that he's actually built a supermarket on the west side of Chicago where he actually got funded from the, from the city itself is actually building a bad side of Chicago, and it's for the community. He's making a community garden. So this week, I actually I'll pass this around. But oh, we passing. We got we got we got powerpoints. That's what's no, up. these are I'm, opportunity I'm zones that are like right near my street in Southside, Atlanta. But I actually looked around East Point. E point no, East Point. But I'm actually looking around at finding a building to actually lease and figure if I can lease it and afford to lease out of pocket. And see if I could get any funding from the city, because that's what it's for. You just have to prove that your business that you're going to be running or building is actually going to be for the community. And since my brother has technically does have like a template to follow, and I can like piggyback off of it, I'm looking to try and see if I can open like a supermarket myself. But don't identify the supply chains with the farmers, because I know there's a farmers market actually up the street from me. So I'm gonna try and put all that in the works. But that's the most things I actually had peeped from the Revolt Summit to me, those two things. Right. But don't you have to have a certain amount of uh, capital See, to uh, to uh, benefit off of Opportunity Zones? It's not, not like not. A, you can be making 20, 30, 40, 50, even 60,000 a year and benefit off of Opportunity Zone. Don't you? I'm saying, say you work and you put your whole 60,000 in, don't you still not qualify for nah, the benefits of the Opportunity not- Zone is for those viewers that may not know. Uh, so or, we'll I'm have sorry, somebody listeners. on Google. We'll have somebody I, on Google. I ain't got my phone next. But I ain't got my phone to next my to understanding, right now, Opportunity Zone, uh, the people who are benefiting off of Opportunity Zones have grant writers. They have uh, millions of dollars, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars, and by hundreds of thousands, I mean over three. And they get okay. So an Opportunity Zone. From Wikipedia, which is always right. That's how World War III started. Uh, Opportunity Zone is a designation created by Tax Cuts and Jobs Acts in 2017, allowing for certain investments in lower income areas to have tax advantages. Time out real quick. Did you say that's how World War III started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you can't believe everything on the internet. Gotcha, gotcha. Go ahead, continue. Most definitely. the purpose of this program is to put capital to work that would otherwise be locked up due to the asset holders unwillingness to trigger a capital's gains tax. So with that being said, 
once you get so much money and you would you sit you tend to earn or you you stand to earn excuse me you stand to earn capital off of your investment they won't tax you for that but for that to happen you have to have the capital in the beginning to but set things in motion looking into it a lot of these programs actually have like grants and things of that nature and you didn't mention a grant writer but sometimes you got to like utilize people you know i have a cousin that actually writes for a local newspaper in uh, Moorhead City, and actually has an article published. Stop tapping the, the table. He actually has an article published in some sci-fi magazine, and he got pretty good reviews on it. But I'm saying if I'm going to have to get a grant, I could get him to write it. You have to try and sell them a story and show them that you can do, make a successful business. Again, the reason why I feel like I'm going to be able to do this, I'm following a template that my brother did, so I don't see why I couldn't try. And startup money for me shouldn't be that much. It's just that I would have to cover the lease for the building when I find it. So what you're saying is you already have access to certain avenues that otherwise certain people that live in those areas probably wouldn't have. Uh, yeah, but that, 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 that's also life. But if somebody had to reach out to me. It's also life? Yeah, it is life because other people's yeah. going to have certain advantages that you don't, don't have. I just want you to glass over that. No, exactly. <laughs> but like. I, why are you asking? No, 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 no. I'm just, say, like, I'm just saying. I'm, asking, I'm, no, my point is. Like, are you trying to deter zone. other people to try and do no, it? No, absolutely not. Like, I love the education that we bring into the listeners. But what I'm saying is, is like they're saying it's called an opportunity zone. Like, oh, I, I could just go to this zone and get an opportunity. No, you can go to the zone with capital, with resources, with a, 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 pre, a predefined game plan. And then. And then, like, capitalize on it without having to pay capital gains taxes. That means I'm not paying taxes, but I still have to pay, invest, and have capital to create this whole business. And we ain't talking like, oh, I can start a website, or I can start a podcast, or I can do some anything like that. Or I can just, you know, go to do retail arbitrage, or I can get popping on Instagram. Like, I got a cell phone. I already pay my bill. Anything like that. I can sell T-shirts. No, you literally talking about... Like I said, over hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy a building, to start to invest. No, I'm going to lease it. I'm going to lease the building. Like, you have to, you have to use and utilize the resources you have. Because that grant money oh, no, is, what I'm, I'm good, is what I plan on using to get, actually get the merchandise in the building. But also, I think it's dope that he said his brother did. You said your brother did the same thing in Chicago, right? Yeah. What's so, so he has a... M- most people don't start the businesses they want because they're scared of actually writing the business plan. He has a little bit of nepotism. You have a business plan that you can yeah. cater and model to the Atlanta market. So that's dope. I don't, you know, you need no, some. No, no, uh, that's most definitely you dope. Some, you need some angel investors. You know, I got $5 <laughs> off a scratch off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I seriously. Just that Mega Millions a day, bro. <laughs> hey, look. If no, I win, I don't know nothing. I y'all. think that's dope. Like, I mean, most people, like, number one, you didn't even tell us that you had Google Maps printed out for the podcast. <laughs> this came out of nowhere. So right. I feel ill prepared. I'm impressed. Because you, you know what I'm saying? You came with work and stuff, you know? Uh, go, go ahead. I really respect you coming with your your plan, but the, we got to shout out the fact he has a manila folder that says <laughs> podcast info on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, man, he came to debate tonight, people. Drew no. is not playing. 
And not so at all. I saw him in the parking lot, and he had like the rather, the regular leather portfolio that you take to interviews. And he said, "This is my interview portfolio." Did you use your personal printer or the office printer, though? Oh, office printer. Uh, okay. <laughs> and we're also going to shout out, he screenshot his phone and printed it. <laughs> this is definitely a mobile browser picture I'm looking at with, hey, no, with no color. Hey, we're going to ride these goddamn shades of gray. Verizon LTE full bars. We don't get full bars of Sprint. We get three. I don't know what five bars of Sprint look like. And he had 58% battery life with his GPS location. <laughs> Just sharing his location. Andrew, but, that's dope. This is so. I'm, no, but the, the, honestly, the funny thing about it, my brother hit me with all this info like a week before the whole revolt thing. Uh-huh. And I actually picked up the book from Thomas Sowell like a week before at the library. So when I heard them talking about it, I was like, oh, shit, I'm on to something. Yo, you're an old school brother, bro. You went to the library? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, the library is most that definitely is, where no, you those, go. I, you know, I got vinyl records and CDs in my car. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm old school, too, but my mans went to the library. I'm, yo, Drew, my boy, I like to give Drew a hard time. So, like, the fact that I have nothing to argue with you about right now, I'm a little pissed off. I'm on the right uh, path. <laughs> it's not that I have anything to argue with about, but there we go. Uh, it is, like, once again, I'm just saying, like, opportunity zones are not for, like, Everyone. And I completely understand that everything ain't for everyone at all times. It never can be that. However, for you to frame it like an opportunity zones, and then when the government delegates this, these funds, they say, oh, well, it's opportunity zones. These are for the quote-unquote poor and di- disenfranchised people when they can't even capitalize on this on, on this thing. Like, let's, let's not say, oh, we super poor and in di- disenfranchised. We here shooting a podcast. Like, most people, I know people that work three jobs just to survive. You feel me? So it's like, I get it. But then again, it's great for certain people. But then again, it, it, it is it's not necessarily reasonable or feasible for others. That's just like tip when he be arguing for things like he already said, Oh, I get these tax breaks. I, I love it. It's great. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't tell me fiscally to go against Trump, but like, if we talking about morally or practically or like in any way, shape, or form as a human being to a human being, it, it it really don't shake like that. You feel me? So that's all That's all I'm saying. Like, I definitely feel like this is great. It's something that I could take advantage of, but I do want other people to be able to take advantage of other things outside of welfare and just people just giving money. I don't even really like the whole welfare state. Now, on the subject of tip, I, um, I used this analogy in the group chat earlier this week. Listen to T.I. talk. So you remember back in middle school, we used to have vocabulary words, and the teacher used to tell you, you know, take your vocabulary words and put them in a sentence. Now, most of us regular people um, took each word and wrote one sentence for each word. One genius in the classroom decided to write two or three sentences using multiple vocabulary words. That teacher reading that sheet of paper with every word in a sentence that has nothing to do about nothing is us listening to T.I. talk. You see, the delegates and then tissuationize and then the expeditions. Oh, you understand? Man, T.I. used too many words. It's like he learned all these words right before he go on air and then just use them all. (laughs) Simular is the the, uh, great value version of Simulac. Uh, (laughs) That's not... I, I maybe, <laughs> but back to this topic at hand. What else do we have to say about the Candace Owens things? Because I do feel like she got a raw deal, 
at Revolt, but she was. I'm 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 like to long story short, I'm a little bit on the fence because she did kind of get a raw deal, but she was. In the words of T.I., saying some bullshit. Like, bro, you really can't I start. Can't, I can't even say that she was saying some bullcrap. What I would say is that, uh, number one, I haven't watched the entire interview. So I, I was quoting. I, I'm not. I mean, I was just giving my opinion. <laughs> so it's certain people I don't like arguing with because just because they're louder than you and they use more of extensive vocabulary than you do, you automatically assume they're winning. So the little five and six minute clips I did watch, I couldn't even hear her point because T.I. was just yelling and talking over her. Monica, use your words. Don't shake your head. They can't, they can't see you shaking yeah, your head. You. you know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it's like I can't even say, like, so everybody was like, oh, yeah, T.I. killed her. It's like, no, nah, I can't really. He had the crowd. He definitely had it. It was he his had crowd. The crowd. It was, it was like, home field advantage. It's like watching a battle rap with, with someone in their home crowd. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He, he could be saying some, some bull while he's rapping, but because the crowd support him, they're going to be cheering and ranting, and you can't even hear the, battle, the, the better rapper Make their points. I'm not saying that Candace is better or whatever, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I get, I get the before. gist of what you're saying. Right, I hope right. people don't misconstrue because yeah. clearly, because I'm clearly stating I don't have an opinion because I haven't watched the whole thing. Monica, I agree. No, seriously. I mean, I haven't been able to watch the whole one hour and some change, but from what I hear, she. Her points make sense, and I also get T.I.'s point. That's why I was kind of saying in the beginning, like, I don't really know what was really being said because no one was – she wasn't able to answer the whole question. Right. Like, she was interrupted by T.I. She was – Killer Mike gave her some time, but the audience started, like, yelling at her and saying some exactly, slanderous exactly. things. So we don't really I, – I can't say either. I, I want to see the same panel without a crowd. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I felt like they had started getting into an actual conversation, but the crowd was there to, you know, jostle up right, and so rustle some feathers. Killer Mike and on Candace Owen podcast would probably be pretty good. Now, but, I, w- I would say that um, shout out to my boy Killer Mike. You know, anytime I got the chance to, oh, no, Killer Mike to, was to highlight a right. Morehouse, man, I'm going to do it more. You know what I'm saying? Even though, he, I mean, Killer Mike Morehouse, that's all. He went that's to Morehouse? Yeah, he went to Morehouse. That's oh, all you wow. got to say. I mean, a little, little you know background. You know, I met Killer Mike back in the day. Say when. <laughs> tell, tell us when. Okay, so I, uh, I was at Morehouse. It was a freshman year. I went to one of the radio stations for uh, Radiothon, and I was a volunteer in Radiothon. Killer Mike came through to do an interview. This was back when I had rapper aspirations. You know, I was going by the name. Go, you don't have it to the mic. Go ahead. Is that a T.I. word? No, no, that's not Is that aspirations a T.I. word? No, T.I. would have said, that's when I had rapper aspirations. You know, he would have broke it up. No, he wouldn't. It was over eight But, yeah, I was going by the moniker of Fat Man Twine at the time. You probably don't remember that. You going to turn the mic, Monica? Dang, girl. <laughs> you know me way longer than Simone on me. It's all good. It's I'm cool. I'm just laughing Whatever. because so it's, I met, it's I met really Killer true. Mike. I mean, at the time, I didn't even know he went to Morehouse. Uh, I told him, he was like, yeah, man, I freestyle, I rap, I do this, blah, blah, blah. I'm not even trying to sell him a mixtape. I was just trying to talk to him. I told him I was a freshman at Morehouse. He was like, yo, that's what's up. I went to Morehouse. Douglas Hall was a freshman dorm I stayed in. He told me he dropped out of Morehouse to record... Uh, in the whole world with Outkast. Oh, purple. Okay. I so, wow. I mean, you. you and, to, yeah, and Eric said to go on tour as well. I mean, that, you know, that's whatever. So, yeah. So, you know, he actually had a deal lineup. That's why he dropped out. So, that's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, Morehouse, man, we support him. We love him. Yeah. But I don't want to go into the. I don't want it to leave like, hey, it's up in the air with Candace Owens. So, I do have to point out that her, everybody from Turning Point USA, her, Ben Shapiro, and uh, I believe Jordan Peterson, 
are literally, I feel like they have an agenda to disrupt the political uh, Overton window, if you will, and to just come kind of like Littlefinger on Game of Thrones. You know, they're going to create some chaos. And then once the chaos is being created, they're going to seize power. So all they're doing, they got Candace Owens saying, oh, I disagree with the typical black thing. They got uh, Ben Shapiro saying, I disagree with the typical white thing. And then they got Jordan Peterson, which is like the quote-unquote mentor teacher. He Canadian, doesn't even really care about American politics. But all of the things that they do will cause like a, a, a domino effect, and then they can seize power and put whoever they want as their political candidate into right. office. And I feel like that's not right. However, I do feel like, once again, citing Killer Mike, that's kind of something that black people need to do so we can get someone that we want in office, whether it be the president or whether it be a, a local judge or whether it be the sheriff or anything of that nature. Yeah, so I mean, last point on this topic. Um, one thing I've, I've heard them do they always say the black vote and the black people so when it comes to black people they don't like to diversify they like to lump us all together oh, yeah most definitely even though there's just severe high diversity when it comes to african americans in this community even at this table i mean monica is her people from ghana liberia correct Simone's yeah. from liberia uh leah was born in barbados you know, and you know, we we from Columbus. <laughs> Columbus, Columbus, Georgia. You know, yeah. Not Even though I was born in no Virginia, yeah. Rams, yeah, yeah. New York, maybe. No, but okay, nah, not not even to yeah. cut you off. That's I feel like that's yeah. a very valid. So point. So when it comes to white people, they be like, okay, yeah, we got the Republicans, we got the Democrat, in the black vote. Like, uh, no, it's but, so nah, much more. But, but but with white people, it'll be uh, Irish, Italian. And yeah. all this type stuff. And even with Asian people, you got Korean, you got Cambodian, you got Chinese, you got Thai. Indians. You Indian, got Asian Indians can part of Asia, even uh, though they don't like the... Most definitely. Yeah. Like, so everybody can diversify their, I guess, sect, if you want to call it. But mm -hmm. black people, oh no, it's only black. Yeah. Like, you just black. I don't care if you're from Jamaica. I don't care if you're from Trinidad. Like, I don't oh, care yeah. if you... Oh, yeah. from Jamaica. We yeah. went at the table when I was going around. But yeah, oh, so sorry, with from black, Raleigh. only with black people do they lump <laughs> us in a group. <laughs> So I don't necessarily, I don't rock with that, and I don't feel like people should, just because you see a black person in a leadership position. Don't raise your hand. I have a question. No, I have a question about this. Don't raise your hand. Okay, well, I can't see you. Well, he can, so I was trying to I was trying to signal him to stop talking because my voice is small. Just talk over him. He'll shut up. I tried. Yeah. I said Asian Pacific. Nobody hurt me. <laughs> You're absolutely see? right. Yeah, no one. We're going to have to, we gonna have to, we gonna have to listen to that playback. We're going to have to listen to that playback. Okay, so what, were you saying? so what I'm asking is a question for you guys. When you're filling out an application, do you ever, like, think about choosing other no, I always put not, not declared. Because I've noticed now they put African American and they slash black. Interesting. So what, what does that mean to you? What? Oh, they including all the other black people besides the African Americans. Oh, so could you explain on that? No, because I think African American mainly identifies like a black American. Honestly, if somebody told me they're African American, I think their whole lineage was black American. So this is okay. a good question. More of a nationality and not necessarily more for like an ethnic group. I think it more of a nationality. So I've been I thinking agree. about this lately because um, for those who don't know, my fiance is African. What and kind? She's Nigerian. Okay. Ibo. You know, so uh, 
Yeah, I do know the tribe, man. You know, we've been, you know, we've been doing this. You know, <laughs> this ain't new. So, so I was, I was jokingly telling somebody like, yeah, my kids are actually gonna be African American. You know, it's like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know how to properly identify my children because when I tell them, no, you're African American, they're gonna assume, oh, dad, you're African American. You know, but I'm like, no, your mother's, you're, you're technically a first gen, even though you're not a pure. African. Well, what I will say about the whole African-American thing, I feel like when you say African-American, it is a lot of history that goes with African-American versus Liberian-American or Nigerian-American or Trinidadian-American or Jamaican-American. No, when you, when they, if, if someone moved over here from South Africa, they would be South African-American. If someone moved over here from Nigeria, they would be Nigerian-American. If someone moved over here from Ireland, they would be Irish-American. But if you black or black American or from the uh, slave, from slavery, you are African-American because they don't necessarily know what part of Africa you're from and you're American. I spit in the jar. I know what part of Africa. I'm <laughs> All right, 23 and me? Yeah, no, um, I don't want to promote. I'm not getting a check. Okay, I feel But, it. yeah, I got the results. I got the app. <laughs> but nah, so I but feel no, like. But what did it say? I'm just curious. Uh, I pulled. I'm 39. Don't quote me. Congo. Okay. Six uh, percent uh, Nigerian. What was your overall score? Oh, oh, it's a see, score. I don't know. If there was overall score. You're. I'm gonna have to give you my app. <laughs> so you can put me on. You know, because clearly I didn't do this right. You know, I got sprint. Hold on, it's loading. Someone else talk about something. Oh, man. So I do want to hear Simone's thoughts on the Revolt Conference. Do you have anything to say that we didn't say or anything to touch on that we didn't touch on? I mean, as far as Candace Owens, I feel like she did make some valid points just when she was speaking about fear and how they use that as a tool to control people. Um, As far as, like, the context of what she was talking about, I think you were saying how you don't believe black people or African-Americans are fearful of racism um but i got what she was trying to say so even though i didn't really necessarily agree with the context i think she was making some valid points but at that particular time the audience was already against her so i think once you're already against somebody you just are already on the defense so you don't really open up and hear what they have to say and i mean of course i can understand that because you know she was pretty much pro-trump at that point, so she I can was understand. On that bullshit. Yeah, so I can <laughs> so I can understand that, but at the same time, you know, I think she did make some valid points as far as you know, fear being a mechanism of control. So that's real. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take a little segue right here, um, Monica. We we 29th cousins. I'm eight percent Ghana Ivory Coast. <laughs> Ooh, Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast. Next yeah, yeah. Liberia. Next Liberia. Mm-hmm. So we're 25th yeah. cousins. Two percent Mali's, eight percent Nigerian, ten percent England, Wales. Uh, Northwestern Europe. You are light skinned, so I, I was oh, waiting for that. Come on. <laughs> and that's, that's why I asked you what your total score was. He got the waves. <laughs> yo, yo, just because I co wash and wear a do rag, don't mean whatever. So, um, 1% Irish swim. in uh, Scotland, you know, red beard. 1% Filipino Ooh. since the, my oh, weight gain. I can see that. Come on. I could, the cheekbones. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll skip this category because I didn't really know how to pronounce these countries. I've never asked anyone. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Benin and Togo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Togo. That's, That's like Central Africa. Yeah. Central Africa. 24% them. 
Uh, 39% Cameroon, Congo, Southern, Batu peoples. And then uh, 1% Africa, South Central, Hunter, Gatherer. <laughs> South Central, hey. South Central Africa, yeah. you know look what at, I'm saying? Look at me, look at Deuces me. Up, yeah, baby. You know? I had to do it. Yep, yep, that's me. I had to do it. South <laughs> you caught that reference. You caught that reference, yes. All right, so what else are we talking about today, J- uh, Napoleon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not... Nah, Outside of that, we do have some homegirls here. We have homegirls here. We most definitely do. Three of them, even though Leah ain't said a darn thing. Say what's yeah. up, Leah. What's up? Yeah, Leah didn't want to talk about the whole politics. <laughs> <laughs> Leah. And, but, yeah, the next, the next topic we do have, we want to talk about the Fantasia thing that got a lot of women riled up, a lot of men empowered or fake empowered, these uh, hotel guys that just like, yeah, you should submit and all this good stuff. But I'm going to let the ladies start this off and uh, kind of so, say, say they piece. Start. Um, I'm going to go just ask y'all a couple of questions. Well, really one question. Did you see both videos? Did you see the Breakfast Club video and the video Fantasia posted mm-hmm. with, with, the husband? with her husband? Yeah, I saw both so of them. So you saw both of them. Monica, mm-hmm. use your words. So put it more in context. Just Breakfast Club. Say it again. Just the Breakfast Club. All right. What about Le- you, Leah? Just the Breakfast Club. Perfect, perfect. So let's start off with Monica and Leah and get your opinions. Then we'll go to you, Simone. So, yeah. So, Monica, Leah, you there? That's you Monica, talking. That's, that's, that's <laughs> right, you were going to ask so, a no, question. No, that, that was my only question. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted oh, yeah, yeah. so what did I think? So okay, do you feel so like Fantasia I, was wrong in her statements about a woman submitting? And, like, how do you feel about that? So I remember a story in the Bible and it talks about you quote the good book, okay. right? I want to say her name was her. Abigail, but in the Bible it talks about how God specifically placed her in a certain place, and when she found her husband, she already knew what her role was because her entire life she had been building up to being the the ruler of the household, being the the um, I guess. She's the one who took care of the house, and the husband was the one who protected and provided security. Okay. And so when I heard what Fantasia was talking about, it made me think about that story. It made me think about how when she said something about the women are the neck and the men are the head, and you can't really do nothing without your neck. And I really truly believe that because I feel like that's how we were created. When you look at a workplace, when you look at the household, like, there's something about a woman's touch, like, it's just, it completes what the man hasn't, hasn't thought. And I think that when she was talking about herself and in that situation, and even someone mentioning outside of that, like, she makes more money, why does she do that? I still feel like every woman has her role. It's not fair for African-American women to be both. I feel like society makes it that way, and it's hard. And I feel like what she's saying, I, I agree with that. What was her overall message? I only saw a snippet of what Fantasia said. So she was essentially was saying that um, I was trying to think of some T.I. words to use. But, <laughs> <laughs> but she was saying that uh, women these days having to play both roles as the, the head of household, the head of household and, and as the woman. And that's unfair. We need they need to go back to being submissive to men and mm-hmm. allowing the men to lead. She was saying that some women can't find. Uh, a good man because they're so used to being head of household. So when a man come in to be head of household, she's like, "No, nah, I got this. You know, I don't need you." A lot of that's due to society. Like even that's what she was saying. She, she said was saying it was a societal that. issue. Well, even with employment, like women are no longer being held back due to being a woman. 
There's a lot of this companies where There's not a problem with that, by the way. He's just there's saying. no problem with that. I, I like the equality that comes with it. So when a woman is in that tax bracket making more than the man, do you think she's going to break down and submit? Or does she really? Yes. Not, some women feel more empowered. Like, hey, I'm the. I'm not the, if she has the right one. Yo, so that's what Fantasia was saying. She was like, even though she makes more money. Because if I'm not mistaken, this is the same guy. That she stole from the other girl at the AT and T store, right? Whoa, whoa, Damn. whoa, whoa! Oh, no, it's, not, <laughs> it's not the same. Guy. Are you? Are you, you yeah. had real life? You just came right up now, with a, a completely different no, version. Uh, <laughs> that did happen. That, that, yeah. Come on, girl, you been speaking to my support. Me. I said that did happen. That was so <laughs> nice. Yes, I remember that. Swan be on the shade yeah, room, don't? So, <laughs> no, clearly I don't be in the shade room. I thought, oh, my boy from AT and T got a new cut. I thought he just looked different. That was like two minutes. Two men, two men ago. Oh, a man ago. Wow, so she's, she's submitting to the dude that she's there's nothing wrong with dating. No, so that's there's not the guy. There's nothing wrong with dating. So AT&T is gone. I feel like you're trying to dilute her story. No, no, no. I'm not trying Turn to dilute the story. Turn the mic when she's talking. I apologize. Look, look, she said look, she wasn't going to say nothing. You're trying to hold the stand. Look, 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 doesn't matter. But she was saying, even though she makes more money than a guy, she still support him and submit to him. She still go home submitting to him, yes. and but it depends on what manner she submitted to him. Well, I got a, I got a question for the ladies. Can you make more money than a dude, and you still submit to him? Just uh, a question around the table. I think Leah should answer first. Cause, okay, well, let Leah. You know, I don't want to pull her business out there, but I feel like you should answer. I think Leah? submit is a very strong word. It's a, a word that I personally don't like, so it's hard for me to answer that question. That's a powerful word. And to give someone your submission, I have to really, really have your trust, and I have yet to find that. Uh, I so that. You, I feel like you answered the question, and that was a no. At this point, it's a no. At this point, it's a no. So if you can't make more – so as a woman, you feel like you can't make more money than a dude and submit to a – you can't submit to a dude that makes less money than you. Right now, at this point. That's how you feel. I don't think it's just about money, but it's it's just submitting for me is a powerful word in any context, not just even just about money. So that's hard for me to say, maybe, yes, I will submit to you. Maybe not just about money, but I feel like that's the biggest obstacle to overcome, to, to submit to a I dude. Agree. Yeah. I think a man could be the head of household and I could be the neck, but the word submit is so powerful that it's hard for me to say, I will submit to you. Okay, Monica, how do you feel about submitting to a man if you make more money than him? Use your words. Yes. <laughs> She's real hard. She is. No, thinking. like that. I mean, what you said is, I mean, it. I agree with that. It's, but then again, <laughs> to her point, the word submit is, is kind of harsh. And I say this, I'm laughing because I remember when I was at work and I was trying to say something like um, super or something. It was, it was an adjective and our legal team was like, no, you can't say that. That's too harsh. So when I hear like the word submit, would I submit to my man if I make more money than him? It's kind of hard to do that. But then you got to think about the partnership that comes with it. And I feel like if a man is good in other parts and I make more money than him and he's still like head of household, like he's he trusts me. I trust him. That loyalty is there. And I feel like if there's an understanding as the roles. Yeah. All the right. word submit, though, I do agree. It's so really my harsh question word. is, are we submitting to each other? Yeah. Okay, before we get yeah. to your no, question. We, we ask, before we, we get to your question. We're going to ask Simone. That's a better question. We're going to ask Simone. We're going to ask Simone. Simone, go ahead. What's the question? Could you make more money than a man and still submit to him? 
Or could you make more money than a man and submit to a man that you significantly make money. more money than yeah, a man? Yeah, significantly. It doesn't matter. If you make $1 more than me, you make more. I'm going to feel some type I, of way. Significantly. <laughs> significantly. Um, we ain't I mean, talking about a few dollars. A dollar significant to me. I think that's it's that's kind of a gray area because I think it's dependent on a lot of things, like his character. You know, like, I make more money than him, but what is he okay. doing? Is he, like, okay, let's say... I mean, like, yeah, like specifics. I mean, is he like what else is I don't know a poet or something like that? Let me, let me ask like, specifics for y'all then. Say okay. your man, he we got to get down to the details. Zero kids, wait, has strong you said faith. Zero kids, zero kids. Okay. like has no strong kids. faith. Uh-huh. Has his own business. Not gay. Mm-hmm. Not gay. <laughs> <laughs> good, great question. Welcome <laughs> to Atlanta. We're talking specifics, <laughs> right? <laughs> he has good faith. Y'all on the same faith confirmed? and understanding. Oh, oh man, man. what's her name? Has it been confirmed? The real Atlanta. Has that been confirmed? Okay, she, she lives in West Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna assume it's confirmed, but there's a big gap in pay. Like you are bringing in double what he gets. Yeah, let's say double. That's what I'm no saying. What it is. I think it would depend on him. So there's a show on Netflix. I think it's called Easy. Um, I, are any of you guys familiar with it? No, absolutely not. No, please educate <laughs> okay. us. Please educate Pretty much it was an episode where um, it's basically a show about just relationships, all different types of relationships. And there was an episode where um, a group of couples were in a museum and two guys were having a conversation about that very fact, how if your woman makes more than you, then she feels, I guess, um, you're not masculine, you know? Mm. And they were, the mm. person that was having that conversation was talking to a guy who was a stay-at-home dad. Mm. And so he started questioning whether his wife, you know, actually... Um, respected him. Respected him, yeah. So, I, uh, so the question is, can I submit to a man that makes less than me? I think it's dependent on his character. Like, is he secure in the fact that he makes less than me? Because if he's walking around with that insecurity, then, of course, I wouldn't be able to submit to him because at that point... I know that his feelings are coming mm. into play, and there's a lot of jealousy and envy and things I feel like, like that. To define what does submitting mean? Well, let's look at it from the old school way. The submitting of a woman to a man, if you're biblical, goes back to the Bible, right? Yeah. Abigail, what's up? I don't know the te- I don't know the scriptures and everything. I won't lie to you, <laughs> <laughs> but it always was like the man's supposed to be the leader of the house, or what? Yeah. The God. God the, the man, yeah. the wife, the kids. And then that's something else. I mean, can we bring in the other interview with Fantasia? Or are we holding off on that? No, no. no so we we, we bring actually bring that in now. Oh, I, okay. Because I wanted to, because Leah and Monica essentially agreed with each other that they had problems with the word submit. submit. Submission, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you didn't sound like you had a problem well, with the word. Well, it just, I think because... I think you and your spouse have to have the same understanding of what submit means. And that's exactly what they were talking exactly. about in this Exactly, in video. that interview. And what he was, yes. what he was pretty much Which saying right was now. that submission, he agreed that the wife pretty much did need to submit to the man, but he was saying it's dependent on whether who is the man submitting to. And he was saying, am I submitted, submitted to God, you know? Right. And with, uh, I forget which one said it, but it was saying... Uh, Leah, you asked where we submitted to each other. And we submit to each other, exactly. Yeah. That's so, what he said. And, and so one thing he was saying yeah. is that he submit first to God and that and and she has all faith in him that knowing that this is Fantasia Husband speaking, saying that uh that he's not gonna lead her the wrong way. Exactly. And it's not gonna come from just So 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 their submission yeah. is the fact that they're already in one accord. Yeah. Yeah, you he know. broke he broke it down. He broke it down really, a lot. Really, Use the really microphone, good. Monica. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. It's there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, if, if, if you're like making double what he make, y'all at home, and let's say he spills some some dip on the floor, he says, "Babe, clean it up." Are you gonna be like, 
cleaning shit up. I'm oh, yeah. like, like, or he knock over your wine in, bottle after you've been at a long day at work. We would get to that point in our relationship where he would tell me, babe, but, clean so, that so up. So this is the reason why I have a problem with the word submitting. So now because I submit to him, if he spills something, I have to go clean no, it. No, exactly. we're talking extreme examples, meaning the respect level is what I'm getting at. But I respect. feel like that's where the word submission comes in, that people have an issue because people take it to that extreme level. Oh. And am I going to give up my mm-hmm. power and my respect because I'm submitting to you? That's exactly. where I have an issue. Here's another situation. Well, I have I a problem with you having a problem, or, or y'all <laughs> having a problem with the word submission, because I feel like people well, act like submission. There's no power in submission. So I feel like when, because my sister, it's, growing up, my yeah. sister had a real big problem with the word submit, and we're talking about middle school, high school. Like we ain't even talking about marrying her off yet. We didn't do arranged marriages. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I feel like even though when you come to submission. Submission is mainly about that gray area. Mm-hmm. But I feel like women in general see the black or the white. Either, like, say wrestling. When when you say submit, they think about the three tapping count. Out. You tapping out. <laughs> right. You, know what I'm yeah, I'm you have no control. Yeah. You have lost a round. Yeah. Whereas submission will be, in my opinion, allowance, in my words. True. So, True. so Or reflecting. So you say you had a problem with the word. So let's change the word. Not say let's not say do you have a problem with the word with submission submitting to your man? Will you have a problem deflecting to your man? Will you do you have a problem allowing your man to make certain decisions? Even though they are look at it more so like a cabinet, like affecting you. You know what I'm saying? Like not even affecting you, but the household. They are like y'all have already conversed about it. Think of it like family feud. Y'all talk together, you know, y'all, y'all huddled up, uh, da, 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 da. and then that person at the very beginning, they give the answer. No, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I think what a lot of women struggle with today is finding someone that they can put that trust mm-hmm. in. Yeah. A lot of women yeah. are going to school, educated, <laughs> making money on their own, taking care of themselves, mm-hmm. and a lot of men are not stepping up to the plate. So I have to and trust in you that you're going to lead me the right way and not lead me off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Oh, t- And yeah. it's hard to find that. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of women struggle with. So men want women to submit, but they're not bringing to the table what they need to bring to yeah. the table. I'll be honest. As probably the only person who's yeah. actually been married before, a man has to give a woman to submit or to follow his lead. Exactly. She sees your actions, your mannerisms, your behaviors, the way you act in front of company, the way you act behind doors and if you're not giving her a reason to follow to submit to you the wheels fall off regardless exactly but i did have a scenario right so okay. we're not going to use the word um, submit no more are we going to say deflect we're going to say deflect so okay. y'all about to go buy a house you make you the big bank right he little made, bank he made he little bank like we're talking about half or less than so what you get big bank take little bank so y'all house <laughs> y'all are house shopping now remember he's the he's he's the lower income but he's, he's supposedly the man of the house he makes, he makes, y'all go through it back and forth. Y'all look at several houses, y'all narrow it down to two. He picks, he has his house that he likes, option A, he explains to you why. You have house B, you have your reasons, y'all talk about it for weeks. And when it's coming down to it, are you, because you're the one who's going to be the primary source funding <laughs> this house, the down payments, the mortgage, monthly, everything, are you going to be allowing this man that makes less than what you make to make this final decision for the house? Or do you feel like you already are outweighing him because you're the big bank? Right, that's a question. I want everybody to answer that. Like all three of y'all look like y'all got answers, but y'all, y'all, y'all just like who gonna get this one first? Who's gonna Ooh, say first? Oh, I'm finna get him. Oh, girl, you go first. I'm gonna get him last. <laughs> right. I'm finna hit him. Who no, got the jam? Okay, so so for me, what you just said, I I can't see myself getting a big old house 
putting his name on it and us having to figure out how we're going to pay. That's where I come from in this moment. I'm a single woman. And I feel like okay. So let's let's. I didn't a, mention the house let's, size. Let's let's take oh, away big house. Oh, I just I thought you. Oh, I didn't say which so house. That's, so that's what I think about. I think about who's paying and how we. No, pay. I'm talking no, about he has. Let's do it this way. She has the house, house she wants. House A and House B are the same size. Same size. Same price. Okay. Same down payment. Okay. You like B, he like A. Who has the final say? That's what he's saying. I say we compromise. Back and forth for weeks about this. I say we we collaborate and we compromise. So y'all pick a third house or <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, compromise. Like, uh, compromise either way. One of y'all is gonna lose, but no, I mean, I, I think that it. I think that from from a source of like, if we've got two houses that we got to choose, which one is the economically sound house? The same price. Same price. Same price. price. Every, no, I'm just talking about even bills are gonna be the same. Like from an investment perspective, if you're saying same price right now, that might not there, be the sense no, in we're, ten we're, years. They're in the same neighborhood with the same value. Yeah, we're living perfect world situations. Same right, property we can value. split it right down the it's middle. They're both they're both gonna appreciate but the same. He is rate. completely okay, against well, the house that you Isn't want. there a saying that says "Happy life, happy wife" or we something? We get that, like but, that? Saying, but he's completely. So, I feel like yeah, that definitely sounds like submission. I was gonna get to that later. I was gonna get to that later, to but you, just to make you happy. But he's adamant. He said, "No, I want option B. You want option A, but you know, Why? you're gonna have a problem with it. You wouldn't. No. Yeah, Simone." You can't say you wouldn't have a problem with it when you just pose it. I mean, you literally, Monica, you just literally said you wouldn't have a problem with it. You just no, 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 no. But I, but I, but I still said, but I still said, but I still said, I'm a single woman, and that's how I think right now. Got you. So let me give you some more. We'll flip the details a little bit. Say your house. Did Simone give her answer? Yeah, let's give her answer. Go ahead, Simone. We forget about Simone. She doodling so much. She's all smoking. Um, I mean, I think we would definitely have to have a conversation. Like, why does he want it so bad? Like, what's gonna, what makes his house better than my house? But I think at the end of the day, I mean, y'all would definitely have to compromise, and I wouldn't want there to be like any type of resentment. So, if his argument is strong as to why we need to move into this house, then I don't see any reason why we can't. You know, yeah, move man. into the house of his choice. I mean, I, th- I think if it's a sound investment yeah. and that's really going to make him happy, and I agree that it's a solid exactly. investment, it's then like, why would I not? Right. And I'm kind of there. I mean, we're going to have a roof over our head at the end of the day, right? All right, so we'll flip the details So a before bit. you flip the details, I just want to point out that Simone's son has now turned into a comet going through the universe. <laughs> it, has, it has a tail. I feel like it's a face. I thought it. that was a fireball. Yeah, so that was so it low key looked like a. I don't look it. All right. So now I gave you I gave you scenario one. Scenario two, the house that you want as the woman, the bread. Winner is the more expensive house. It's in a nicer neighborhood, has more value in the long run, but it's definitely going to cost you more penny for your buck every month. So let's and let's add a caveat to it. Who's paying? It, it, it is it is a more y'all expensive. Are it's a more expensive no, house. I mean, like, who's paying? Saying, y'all, percentage wise, y'all like, are I mean, paying, the mortgage, but you make like, the is it double. Out it's of one household. Y'all, one this house? is y'all okay. income. Okay. Y'all, 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 y'all married. I'm just trying to figure out how this relationship is set up. If you're making double set up, though, kind of yeah. use the logic. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> that's not every. That's not everybody. It's a good. Y'all are married, filing jointly. It's a good chance. This is y'all income. Your check will be hit more than his. If that's what we're talking about, you make hundred percent more than what he gets. Like say y'all. The women could 
Let's, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's just make it personal. Man, that's like Fantasia. That's Fantasia. What does what does my husband do? So you get out there trapping. House hunting. By yourself, you can afford the mortgage. However, you're going to need him. You got a girl in Madison City on Monday. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you what he can say. Well, I'm telling you what he does. By by yourself, you can support them. You can buy the mortgage. The mortgage is nothing. You can do that by yourself. However, you need him to pay for the utilities and groceries. Okay. Like you can get the house, but that's all you're gonna get. You ain't gonna have no power, no cable, no water, no food. All right. So that's that's the house you want. The woman yeah. wants. The right. Option B is the dude. He said, "Hey, let's just get this one over here, middle of the pack area. Not great value, not bad value. It's cheaper. But y'all gonna have more disposable income. It's, it's an older house, but it has a lot of more. Yeah, yeah. Allow she. you to save more money, like you said. Yeah, it's been he renovated. He tells you all the benefits of why we should get this house, mm-hmm. but you're adamant about <laughs> sticking with. Um, your house, option A, because it, it fits more of what you're looking for in the optics of the, your first home that you want to mm-hmm. buy and raise your family in. Mm-hmm. And let's start with some more. But you time. know what? I'm going to take it back to um, what Fantasia's husband said as far as um, having his wife entrust in him to be submissive. He said, when you want your wife to be submissive, pretty much you have to be so far ahead of your family when it comes to things like business all these other things that when they have questions about these things and they come to you, you already have answers. So my thing is if I entrusted him, you know, and he knows about real estate, he knows about, you know, the market and all this other stuff, how it's going to appreciate. If I, if I trusted him that much, then I would defer to what he wanted. Honestly. I mean, I feel like if we're that far into the relationship that we're married and we're buying the house, I already have come into it with the mindset that, we're going to run into this issue one day and this is where I'm going to stand on it. So I don't know. Honestly, to me, if that's a scenario that the female's (laughs) making more money and all I'm going to have to do is buy groceries and play to the utilities, (laughs) she's getting whatever house she wants. (laughs) Dog, stop being a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) What does he do? What does this man do? It doesn't matter what he does. Is he a poet? Like, does he perform that spoken word? What I just painted to you was Fantasia and... But I, I AT&T like, dude. But you don't know what no, he, she AT&T. said. She, she said her husband oh, owns his own dude. business, so we don't know that he's yeah, making yeah. less money than her. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do, do, do want to interject. Oh, Leah, you got oh, You got to stop raising your hand. I know. So, I know just your words. So, I mean, I think her situation is unique because She's at, at her level, is mm-hmm. she going to really be able to find her equal? Probably not. We talking about Jamie Foxx single, equal? single to them up. Does he date black women? Oh, Ooh. no, he like he, he, Jamie Foxx like the crock, 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 not again, not again, not again. Next week on my homeboys podcast, interracial dating. <laughs> right, but no, I do, I do what one Fantasia can find her equal because there's a lot of dudes on Wall Street. There's a lot of people making money. You know what I'm saying? It's like athletes, basketball players. You got traders. You got entrepreneurs. I mean, is business owners and stuff like that. So that's, I mean, if she wanted to, and that was her, like, goal in life to find that. I'm not saying she could, and it's that easy. I'm not speaking from that because I don't know, but she she could hold out, and it, I it's, it's possible. I can tell you a, a lot of black women feel that they cannot find their equal. But I, but the point Ooh. is, the, re, the what the whole tip dudes are saying <laughs> is what, this is why what Fantasia said speaks to them so much is because... They might be able to make all this money, but they can't find a woman that would submit. Because if you got somebody that's making two hundred thousand, they started making two hundred thousand because they have a certain mentality. So if you go try to find somebody else who's making two hundred thousand, and that's a woman or man, the opposite, they have that same shark 
eat or get eaten mentality. And it's like, I have, you have to win. It's not no, oh, I'm not finna compromise on what I want. So it's kind of hard once you get to that level. So I say all that to say I'm finna pivot, but that leads me to say that submission isn't that horrible of a word because men submit to women all times. Like, if I'm walking up to you to get your phone number, I'm submitting to you, and I don't even know you. No, no, let's do it. Let's do a real-life example. The perfect example of a man. I'm taking you out to eat. I don't even know exactly. you. No, 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 not even that. Not even, I do not know you, man. Not even, not even, not even that part. Who are you? That's, that's, not, that's a, a different context. Those are various forms of submitting, though. My hand is in the air. It's a way different context. Those are various forms of submitting, but we don't play this in Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're not going to talk over each other. I don't know the rules. <laughs> it's all good. So what? A, so this is what I'm saying. When it comes to a man submitting, well, man, get so, a haircut. For instance, you're not act. You know, I don't because I'm beautiful today. <laughs> Even more beautiful than I was yesterday. However, I digress. <laughs> so man submitting. So I used to date this woman back in the day. Way back. Way back in the day. About in the 70s. Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> this is my version of submitting to her. I'm hungry. She's hungry. We're going to go out to eat because we don't feel like cooking. I know she wants to go to a certain restaurant. I give her the courtesy, hey, dear, what would you like to eat? And she responds with, I don't know, whatever you want. And so this is my version of submitting. I know she want to eat at restaurant A, but I'll go ahead and play the game. Oh, let's go to Ryan's. Nah. Chinese? No. Let's go to McDonald's. No, nah, I don't want McDonald's. Let's go Chick-fil-A. Everybody loves Chick-fil-A. I had them yesterday. I go through 20 more restaurants, and I name her favorite restaurant. And what she says, I mean, if you want. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, we already know where you want to eat. I'm actually, Monica, don't cover your face and, and hide and laugh, because you know you're guilty of this. <laughs> right. You know you're guilty of this. This is so you. But that's the version of a man. So, so, so when Leah asked earlier, how is he submitting? Men submit all, All the, the time. time, we just don't call it out. We just don't we, call it out. Yeah, yeah, you know, but don't. Yeah, but picking a restaurant. Yeah, but hey, we got to pick our battles, baby. We got to pick our. But what I, I feel like you're saying submitting in terms of picking a restaurant. But when you talk about submission for a woman, it's like give all my power. You make every and that's exactly decision. the point I made earlier today. Like women sees it as a wrestling move. Like I right. have you pinned down. Right. It is the three count. You know, it's slavery. <laughs> right. Exactly. Obey to my will. Be <laughs> obedient. Like so, seriously, I'm want, doing that. I, too. I want the men to answer. So are you guys pro women submitting then? Yes, because yeah, I'm not. I submit every day, all the time. Yeah. Of course, we'll say yes. But at the end of the day, a man always puts the needs of his wife. And kids ahead of his own. So are you, how is that not submission? How, right. How is that not submission? That? It's power and submission. If I'm, if it's somebody that running here with a gun and it's me and my kids, I'm dying. Why? Because that's submit. That's submitting. I am submitting my whole life for y'all. But but you but you mad because you didn't get uh, back up. You didn't take fighting? the trash out before you <laughs> died. Yeah, because I didn't take the trash out. Like what? You so, said. <laughs> So I, I am pro submission, but however, I don't see it like that wrestling three count. I see it more so like I know what I when I'm in a relationship with a woman, I know how she feels, how she thinks, what she wants without me even having to ask her. However, it's not like, hey, girl, we finna do A. It's like, hey, what do you feel about this? Okay, you feel it this way? I feel it this way. Let's talk about it. All right, bet. I see your point. I see my point. 
Let's make a final decision. And just because I am putting the paper and submitting it, like I gave the family feud, even though I'm giving the answer to Steve, you know what I'm saying? My role is to, like, we're submit. My version of women submitting to me is allowing me to say what it is, even though it's not my idea. I can even choose your point. I say, hey, let's go with house A. You say house B. We talk about it. I lose. We're going with house B. I'm still gonna walk into the uh, to the to the real estate office on Monday. We're going with House B. Like, right, that's decision. a mission in itself. You know I'm, I'm choosing something I don't even want, but you <laughs> told me to. So guess what? We going with what you said. Exactly. So that's my version of submission. I'm not saying that like it's not you this. Trash out of the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. I think well, at I mean, the end of the day, it's just an exercise in trust. Like, yeah. Oh, I, most definitely, absolutely. I mean, and I, I, to that point, I feel like, and it's fear. The, a lot of women are just fearful. That's a lot what of it women is are fearful. Of, it's not that we're they're hard headed. They're just fearful. And what they're afraid of is their decision, not the man. I feel like what they're of, afraid of, of making the they're making decision? the wrong decision. They're they're afraid of them making the wrong decision of choosing the wrong man. Not I no, don't necessarily you, agree so with that. My, I think, like she said, we're afraid of losing our power. And somebody taking advantage of us, and then you leaving us. Can we cut so, on this so, podcast? So, yeah, most definitely leaving us fucked up. You know what I'm saying? But and having not, to repair ourselves and build ourselves back up again. How is that different than choosing the wrong man? Wait, say that one more time. I said you're afraid of choosing the wrong man. You're afraid of your decision, not what he's. Gonna, I see what you're like, saying. You see what I mean? You're yeah. afraid of your like. Am I making the you second guess yourself? Yeah. And we have to deal with that, which is cool. I get it. We're gonna work. We're gonna work, help with you. And go through that. But that whole process is us submitting to you saying, hey, look, I can do this. I can do this. I'm not showing you the wrong way. I'm not leading you astray. I am a man. I have your best intentions. And then when you don't want to make this decision and you be like, oh, well, I do this and I do this. And I'll, it's like, bro, like, what? What? OK, you know what? I'm going to just sit down, sit back because you you ain't made your decision yet. And then you're going to be on some like, well. Well, why aren't you acting how you used to? You're not coming up. I don't feel like you think. Uh, <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> right. So it's just that's just how I feel, though. But I, I feel like that's a big part of, like, addressing your fear of submission is kind of owning the fact that a lot of it is from your trauma. Mm-hmm, so, like, I you agree. can't really submit to somebody until you understand, like, your trauma is making you not submit to them. Mm. And then you start mm-hmm. working on the trauma. But that goes from both sides. It's not just Most a, definitely. Most definitely. Because he might be coming with his own, you know? Right. So, uh, yes. Or he will be coming yeah, with his own. Everyone's coming with their own. That goes back to the man own. showing so. her why you need to follow me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Y'all ask the question, like, are we, are we pro-woman submitting? I'm, <laughs> it's funny with me, right? I like hard-headed women. I don't know Most what definitely. it is. I'm attracted to hard-headed women. Is He's it, like Antoine. He said he likes. If I, get a sub- if I get a submit, if I get a submit, he said that to me a long time ago. Oh. Girl, you know how oh. much I'm grown in. in, oh. in, in, in oh. <laughs> Girl, my woman listening to this podcast. Oh. She's a sweetheart. I love and her. She ain't got no bad attitude either. Shout out to her. Exactly. Yeah. She's yeah. super nice. That was Leah, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's super nice. But. <laughs> <laughs> But a super submissive woman to me, if you just like ultimately just let me just get my way, if any decision, it's a turn off. Yeah, yeah most that, that leads me astray. I'm sorry. And you and you need with or without somebody. And you need a woman. <laughs> you need a woman that has a mind of her own. Exactly. If you got sick tomorrow, could she pick up the pieces and leave the household, mm. or is she so she fragile exactly. that she can't do anything without you? Exactly. Why would you want that kind of mm. woman? Yeah, I think it's a there's a fine line, definitely. True. 
Nah, but that's that's my 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 whole point about the whole submission thing was I feel like submission, like to Leah's point and Monica's point, it's a it's a taboo word. It's a it's a word that comes with a lot of connotation. But everybody, when you go to work every day, that's submitting because you know you don't want to be there. Like it's submission. Like like you submit so many times a day. So why is it so? Right, so like, why, like, why is submission such a bad word? Just like obedient is such a bad word. Well, you know what? Honestly, what I was thinking too with that interview, I think the women that were offended because she was saying you're used to doing everything on your own. A lot of women use that as a badge of honor. Like, I've been able to get this on my own and get this. So when she said that, basically, what she was saying is your badge of honor has been a detriment to your dating life. You know, and I think that's where a lot of women took when, offense. When they said, when she said that, the only thing I could think of is like real hood dudes. It's like, man, we ain't have milk growing up. I've been shot nine times. I was like, yo, <laughs> those aren't stuff to brag about. Yeah. You shouldn't brag about having to raise all these kids by yourself with no help. You don't need no man. You don't have like those. Like, I I, I was raised by a single parent. Mm-hmm. Just so I can put it out there. I'm not. I'm not. You know. Bad mouthing. I'm not bad mouthing, or, or uh, I'm trying to use a ti word, but I couldn't think of one. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not downplaying not, single mothers. However, I know the struggle we went through. Demeaning. I'm not demeaning. There you go. My <laughs> brother got my back. However, my mama shouldn't have had to do that. My father should have been there. You know what I'm saying? They shouldn't. They should never got divorced if they wasn't ready for that marriage and for these kids. They shouldn't have done it. You know what I'm saying? Like more power to my mother for having to do it, but she shouldn't have had to. Mm, a man absolutely. should have been there. Mm. Don't, you blame so that? don't you blame the that? men accountable? Oh, no, we do. That's a candidate. I, I personally we do have hold to hold the men accountable, accountable most like, definitely. One thing I hated, even though my mother was a single mother, I feel like I came out great as a, as a man, but my mother used to overcompensate for the fact that a man wasn't there. She, like, I'm telling you, me and my mom would watch a movie on the couch. We would laugh. My mom was just as silly as me. We would laugh. She would laugh. And she would punch me in the chest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm looking at her like, why she hit me? You a man. I'm me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a third grader. I can barely do cursing. Oh you, know you know what I'm saying? But she was overcompensating for the fact that there wasn't a man there. And she did not want me to grow up soft and weak. You know what I'm saying? And like, yes, she did raise a strong man, but she shouldn't have had to. What what single mother? Like, define that for me. A single mother, I mean, that's like, that's another story for another day. A single mother is a mother raising kids singly. <laughs> like she files Singular. single on her taxes. Like, like, like does that mean not, the father's absentee? So is he part time? So, like, so I would say single mother, as in the father is not in the children's life right. either by He's distance, absentee. death. Now I'm not going to choose no, death. No, because you could choice. you could be yeah, a single that, mother yeah, yeah. and the There's and also, the man comes in back and forth. Unless if he's not consistent, he's not main. He's not a main character like, in the like, child's life. Yeah, my father was there, but he was inconsistent, and that's because we we're so much alike. We disagree. Yeah. I, and I just really one point because y'all said something really important and it goes back to what Candace was talking about in the Revolt Summit. She said what we really should be caring about is uh, something about men and the single father yeah, in the black like community. The, the single fathers. No, the single mothers in the. I mean, I the single mothers in the black community. The single mothers in the in the black community and how society makes it OK and. It all goes back to education. Like, I mean, we're just kind of taught certain things. And as we grow up, I'm, I mean, I was raised by a single mother. My, I have five siblings. There's two different dads. 
But at the end of the day, it's taught me to be like extra strong. So when I look at a man and I'm like trying to figure out what my helpmate looks like, I look at a lot of different things. And I think that's what holds us back too is the fact that can you really like handle all of this? Because not only am I alpha woman, but I'll, if you don't give it to me, I'll get it myself. So I agree with that. I I was raised in a community full of nothing but single mothers. We had our dads come in and I had my stepdad around, but then he phased out towards my teenage years. But I could tell you just from what we, what we grew up in our environment, shout out to GPC, you know, um, Every uh, that sounds like ga- Gateway Place Click. That's oh, who we are. Okay, okay. okay. I that's Columbus. That was a TV show. That's all my brothers and sisters from the community. But all of us that grew up as parents, including myself, we are hands on 100 percent with our kids. That that upbringing, like my relationship with my father, is basically zero or one percent, if that. And I've noticed that with a lot of a lot of males that are uh, raised by single mothers, they is either one or two things. Either they grow up doing the same exact thing, yep. or they grow up like I'm not going to put exactly anyone else through this. Yeah, you know. And Jay's, I was, hey, you there for your kids, bro? Like 100%. you know what I'm saying? Like if if you follow uh, Bravo Indigo Golf Gamma, underscore <laughs> Golf Romeo Alpha Hotel Alpha Mama, you see his kids on that page more than anybody else. And you know, it's not just a social media that this kid, this guy is really in his child's life. And I'm gonna go ahead and give it up for my boy Jay real quick. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, it's why about baby crowd here. <laughs> so what I was just trying to get at, your upbringing helps decide what you're going to be as a, a man or as a woman, as an adult. People, like those single mothers out there, my mother was one of them. God rest her soul. But as a single mother, certain things as a, as a young boy watches his mother go through. When she's angry, when she's depressed, when she's struggling to make ends meet. If you've had to go through watching your family get packed up and moved last minute out of an apartment because things weren't going right or... Hell, if you don't have the shoes at school, you can't buy, you know, whatever the situation is for a single income household is rough. But what if you accidentally recreate that cycle just because it's norm? No, that's that's what we're getting at. The mindset, people that even like people that grew up in the hood, right? Their mindset is they want to get out and get away and have a better life or they think it's cool to stay there. Like I see several people I went to school with who still live in that same environment and they doing it on purpose. They want to be in that low income area. They want to have those street credentials. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. They're complacent. They don't yeah. want to see better things. Yeah. I do want to say, uh, we did talk about Dave Chappelle last time, but he did say something on there. That's why I feel like his uh, stand-up was so poignant. And if you got a problem with it, you just got a problem with life. But he said, like, when he, he was broke, his dad was like, uh, I, you're not you, poor. You're, you're, not, you're not poor. You broke. Like, broke. I mean, poor is a mentality. Like, you want to be poor. You're just trying to spend and splurge and do all this stuff. But broke is like a, a momentary thing. So, a moment in time. Yeah, a moment in time. So, like, us as a community and a nation and whatever you want to identify yourself as shouldn't be operating it with a poor mentality. And with that being said, I do want to point out that Candace Owens, this is completely a flip. I don't even know why I said that with that being said. But... um. The whole single father community thing and like that. If we talking about housing and redlining and the reconstruction period and all that stuff, I don't need you to talk about uh, the single parent uh, statistic in the black community and other things that are just completely red herrings to the topic at hand. And I think this is rounding up the episode of My Homeboy Podcast. I do want to get everybody to sign off. If you got any final thoughts, Before anything you want to share? Thoughts, I would just like to give oh, it like all of our thought. listeners an update. 
the comet trail now has <laughs> oh no <laughs> it now has several layers like this is like this is all with a big pen like I'm so impressed like this is going on eBay tomorrow <laughs> I love it but nah I want to get everybody signed off give them your Instagram uh, shout out your IG your Facebook whatever you want to give your your business marketing art all that good stuff your, your whole community outreach garden. Um, you know what I'm saying? I w- would love to hear that. You can follow me at N underscore dynamite underscore uh, dynamite is spelled the right way. <laughs> and uh, that's Ooh. me. Uh, let's go with Monica. Go ahead. Miss They want to know. Um, um, think about it. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to. Well, last thoughts you said? Last yeah, thoughts? Yeah, last if you got any last thoughts. You ain't got nothing. It's cool. You want them to contact you. Okay. Um, Last thoughts, definitely say if you haven't watched the Revolt Summit, the entire thing, I would really recommend that you do watch it, especially if you're black or brown. It's very important. Voting is happening next year, and a lot of the topics that we go through every day in life, it's it's really happening. Next year, we have to make choices. If you want to find me, I mean, I guess you can find me on Facebook. I'm there, you know. That's how I grew <laughs> up. Um, Monica Osam. O-S-A-M. You can call me Monty Awesome, just not Osama Bin Laden. Mm. Um, Instagram, Monty with a zero. That's about it. I-E. I-E. Yeah, M-Zero-N-I-E. Thank you for that. No problem. I got yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Can't forget this most important thing about myself. I do marketing consulting, social media, brand strategy, brand management, client engagement, email marketing, anything that you need for your startup business or small business. I'm here to help. That's me. All right, Simone. Um, I just want to say thank you for having me here today. Uh, I enjoyed it. Excuse me. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Simone F as in Frank Stanley. Um... And, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. And I want to let you know, in those three minutes, the <laughs> comment now has, and I, I took a closer look at the comment trail. It's like Helix. Remember you used to put the, the color pencil in the in the little thing with the circle, and you go around the circle, and you got the, the yeah, 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 she's yeah. doing that free-handedly on the comment trail. And it's now, it's, it, it, I, we're going to post this on my yeah, Instagram Yeah, we got a tonight. galaxy, man. All right, go around the room. So I don't really have a social media presence, so I'm not going to plug that. But I will take the opportunity to say that I work in hospice, and the hospice is underutilized in the black community. So if you need mm. it, it is free. It is covered under your Medicare benefit and insurance benefit. So more minorities need to utilize that. Thank you for having me. Most definitely, most definitely. And we got so Drew up next. No, no, no. You ain't going to talk about the community garden? Yeah. Well, sure. I'll speak for Drew. Yeah. He has a, he has now taken back his Manila folder, and <laughs> real talk, he took back his papers that he printed out. He didn't appreciate. Right, we need to keep them. We need to get to keep them. Taking the blueprint, he, he collected them off the table. Like y'all made fun of my printouts. I'm taking this shit back nah, home with me. She wanted to draw on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, she gonna, she's gonna doodle on your picture. Uh, but yeah, make sure y'all continue to follow me. Remember, big underscore grams is Bravo India Golf. Underscore golf, Romeo Alpha Hotel Alpha Mikey. It's Big Rams. All right, all right. And Twan. Hey man, I wanna say this is a great episode, man. I appreciate all my homegirls coming through. You know what I'm saying? Um Twan Lack, 
Instagram, whatever. Twanlag, you know me. Ooh. You know. Um, yeah, my homeboy Napoleon. Yeah, my homeboy Twan. Hey, man. We out. Yeah. I know we said we out, but we back in here. This podcast is brought to you by 121 Dreams. That's 121 Dreamers on Instagram. One two one dreamers on Instagram. I got you. For all y'all that don't understand, one two one, Delta Romeo Echo Alpha Mikey Echo Romeo Sierra. One twenty one dreamers. Holla at them. Oh uh, man, and make sure you like, click like, subscribe, follow, spam. Tell your grandma, your granny, and all your ducks and chickens and cats and dogs and all that good <laughs> stuff about your, my homeboy podcast. That's your homeboy podcast. That's your favorite homeboy podcast. For all my homeboys and homegirls out there. All right, that's what's we up. Out.